Hey everyone, I'm Daniel Litwin, the voice of B2B, coming at you from MarketScale's Trinity Studio. Thank you so much for joining us. Today, we are joined on the line by John Boyd Jr. He's a principal for the Boyd Company Incorporated. And the Boyd Company is an independent location and development council company for clients such as Boeing, Chevron, UPS, JP Morgan Chase, PepsiCo, and HP, just to name a few of the high profile ones. John, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome, great to have you on. Well, it's good to be with you. So uh, we're chatting a little bit today about the future of Dallas's public transit system and infrastructure. So for a little context, on Friday, there was a symposium on uh, Dallas's transit system, basically preparing it for the next phase of a planned revitalization, including new rail lines, expanded bus service, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so Boyd, I, uh, I know that you've had a presence here in Dallas for at least five decades, your whole company has. So if you don't mind giving us some brief perspective on the state of transit in Dallas and some of the ripple effects that it's had on business interests in the city. Well, like many high growth markets around the nation today, Dallas is dealing with a lot of congestion issues. Uh, and when you factor in record low unemployment rates, uh, that Dallas Metroplex region employers have to deal with, uh, easing the, the commute times of workers is a very important recruiting tool. Uh, of course, there's also uh, a myriad of other reasons uh, uh, that, that investments in public transportation create uh, a lot of exciting new development opportunities for mixed use and for housing developers. And so when, when we look at some of the challenges that uh, Dallas infrastructure has had, how have you seen that impact, I guess, some of the, some of the areas where uh, business interests naturally grow? Uh, I guess, how has a, a less um, expansive transit system in Dallas put a damper maybe on some growth? Uh, either in, like you were saying, in housing, uh, in you know, consumer growth in the area. What, what are your thoughts there? Well, look, Dallas currently has the largest light rail system in North America today, over 90 miles long, over 60 stations. The focus was, was on coverage versus ridership. The reality is about 2% uh, ridership levels in Dallas. That's very low. So from a, a public policy perspective, I think the wise approach is to invest in areas where ridership, where there's where there's there's a unique relationship between high growth areas and trophy employers. So, so we would like to see this uh, this uh, focus to be on the the booming northern suburbs, markets like Richardson and Frisco and Plano, which are the highest growth markets in North America today. It's fertile recruiting around for companies like Liberty Mutual and Toyota. Uh, clients of ours that are expanding in the Metroplex, like Boeing and HP and Dell, uh, that increasingly would, would like to see a, uh, an easier commute time for, uh, for workers that live in those northern suburbs. So that would be an area that, that I think would be wise for Dallas to focus on. Uh, increasing bus service and increasing light rail service to those high growth northern suburbs. You know, something that stood out to me at that symposium, you just kind of briefly brought it up, but it was expert analysis from one uh, Jarrett Walker. He's president of a contracted consulting firm that's helping plan the new bus system for Dallas. Basically, he was saying that as Dallas expands its public transit, it can either have 
high ridership or it can have high coverage. It can't have both, at least at first. Uh, from your perspective, working in large urban areas like Dallas, what's the relationship between those two things for public transit, coverage and ridership? And how do they logistically play into each other, uh, especially when you're accounting for fresh transit infrastructure? You know, from, from 30,000 feet, it, it's, it's very easy to look at coverage and, and, and look at that as the most equi equitable way uh, for these resources to be spent. However, that's short-sighted and it doesn't serve the needs of the economy uh, the way that a focus on ridership levels would. So I think when you look at those high growth uh, northern suburbs, uh, fertile recruiting areas for major trophy employers in the Metroplex, I think it's wise to focus on increased bus service and increased light rail into those high growth markets. You know, what's interesting uh, is that, yeah, you're right, the uh, northern area of Dallas is the one that's seeing a lot of job growth. Uh, especially, um, you know, jobs that are accessible to lower income uh, workers and people at a kind of lower socioeconomic status. Uh, however, many of those workers exist in the southern portion of the city. So what you really see is a lack of transit capacity from the southern suburbs of Dallas uh, and just those southern urban sprawl areas up to those northern suburbs where you're seeing a lot of the job growth. It, is that uh, somewhere where you might want to see a broader and more robust development is connecting the south and north sides of Dallas? Absolutely. And, you know, Dallas is on a roll, okay? It, it's, it's leading the nation. It's among the, the most successful cities in terms of new private development and industry uh, attraction. Uh, there's few things that Dallas lawmakers can do other than keep taxes and regulations low uh, that would make more of an impact than investing in transportation. Uh, transportation today is a critical site selection driver. And for private developers interested in new mixed use and repurposing projects, a common denominator among cities attracting this type of new capital investment is a robust and expanding public transportation infrastructure. Mm -hmm. Last question for you here. Uh, the general consensus at the symposium was more or less that getting bus frequency down from the 45 minute to 50 minute uh, time frames that it's at now down to a 15 minute frequency would finally be where we would see public transit begin to boom here in, in Dallas where we would see more uh, ridership, where we would see increased coverage uh, and that would really lead to some ripple effects for uh, those affected communities. So if the city can reach that goal, what would that sort of increased frequency, you know, at that kind of 15 minute level, and that increased usage mean for tangential aspects of development for the industry, or excuse me, for the city? It'll be a major catalyst of new transit oriented housing development, mixed use development, where workers won't need to have a car. Uh, it'll also lower the cost of living. A lot of these parking cost structures are transferred down to the renter. Uh, it also, it'll also free up some of the most valuable real estate in the Metroplex today, which is currently used as, as, how, to, to, as parking garages. So, so the, the impact on the real estate market uh, will be just tremendous for both uh, citizens and, and for the business community. All right, thank you so much for your time. Again, we've been chatting with John Boyd Jr. He's a principal at the Boyd Company Incorporated. John, thanks for your time, I appreciate it. It's good to be with you.